0: What's the most important day in your life, in your personal life, not just the, uh, you know, the life of uh, the, the, the Torah and the whatever? But what's the most important day day in your life? Day you die, day you were born. <laughs> so the Rebbe teaches us the most important day in your life is the day you're born. The most important day in your life. The question is, what are do you doing that day? You don't do anything. So well, you know, when with Jews, when one Jew says Shalom Aleichem, the other Jew has to say no, the opposite, Aleichem Shalom. So let's figure out why this day is so good, the birthday is so important, by figuring out, looking at the saddest day of the year. What's the saddest day of the year? <coughs> Tishba the saddest day of the year. So the question is, what is this day really about? We know so many calamities happened this day. people were exiled from, from Spain and from England 1100s. And the, the first second base was destroyed. Germany joined World War I on Tisha B'Av, and Final Solution was drafted in Tisha B'Av, and in our generation, Gush Katif, Jewish people were, were, were expelled from Gush Katif also, on, on the 9th of Av. So, to understand what this is, go to the source of it, the root of it. The first thing that happened, before the 1st and 2nd Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, before the Jews in Beit HaR, 585,000 Jews were killed, the stronghold of Jews in Beit were killed also on Tisha B'Av. Before all that happened, what was the first thing that happened on the 9th of Av? The Jewish people were waiting for the spies to come back from visiting Israel. They came back, and they told everyone in, in Israel, are, it's a great country and everything, but there are people that are way too strong for us, they're bigger than us, there's no way we're going to be able to conquer this land. So what happened? It was the ninth of Av when they came back, and it says in the Torah, the Jewish people cried in that night, and because they cried for no reason, Hashem said, therefore it will be a time of tears. It sounds like disproportionate. So many calamities happen because we cry for no reason. Your kid cries for no reason, so you slap him up. It well, well, sounds like Hashem's taking vengeance on us. Oh, you cry for no reason? I'll give you a reason. No, what, is it, what, does, it, what does it mean? That's what my dad got that <laughs> And the real answer is it's not that Hashem's taking God for taking vengeance upon us. It's that Hashem is telling us that crying, those tears, have, have tragic results. And you have to be very careful from those kinds of tears. Because those tears actually... That's not a, it's not a repercussion that Hashem is giving us. It's a natural result of those tears. And until we fix those tears, those tears naturally cause all the other tears. So what is so terrible about those tears? To understand this, let's analyze a question that maybe... Um, I never thought of it, but maybe you have. Why nine days? Why is it nine days? You know, there's nine days of, of, of intense mourning for the Beit HaMikdash, from the first of Av until the ninth of Av, why nine? What's the number nine? So we know in Kabbalah there are ten different soul powers. There's the first your intellectual, then there's emotional ones, then there's a tenth one. What's the tenth one called? Anybody know? Survey says no. The tenth sphere Tenth sphira okay. is the lowest one. Malchut. Malchut is the power to um, to lead. Malchus is is the power of confidence. Malchus is the power of strength. And what was missing in the story of the nine days what the Jewish people uh, were experiencing then was that they were losing their malchut. They were losing that power. So that is very significant because when a person has unjust fears, he's afraid of things he shouldn't be afraid of, it prevents him from being who he needs to be. It prevents him from doing what he needs to do. You know, everyone knows, you guys are, are all in business. You know, if, if a team of, of workers feel you believe in them, they do it differently. If you, if you if you believe in yourself, the kind of decisions that you make, the kind of risks that you'll take, the kind of things you go into, the kind of interest that, but the way you do stuff is very affected by your confidence, by the, by the way you're your approached to it. We just celebrated four and fifty years since the passing of that Rizal on the 5th of Av. There's a verse... That the Rizal analyzes one way, and Valshamtim, and Al Tareb, and Reb analyze, which gives us a lot of insight into what Malkut is about. The verse goes like this Man goes out to work, and by day, until the evening. So the Rizal says, What is this verse talking about? The Rizal says this verse is talking about going to heaven. A person goes out of this world. Where do you go to when you get to the next world? You go to whatever you're doing in this world. Yetze Adam, where do you go? The follow. You go according to what you did in this world. Whatever you're doing, you were studying Baba Batra here, you're studying the laws of Shabbat here, you're studying Parsha here. That's what you study in the heavenly academies. That's what that Rizal says. Baal Shemtov says this person means something completely the opposite. Yetze Adam, a person goes out, where does he go out from? He goes out of heaven. He comes to this world. What does he do in this world? He goes, says, Baal Shemtov, Lefo'alo. You come out to this world to do your job. You have a mission to do this world. Hashem gives you specifically the power that you have, that you need, to do your specific mission in the world. That's in Yetzel follow. And how long do you have to do this job? Aday of until evening. And what's evening mean? No, your favorite day. No? Right. And then when a person passes away, that's that's when, so the Baal Shemtub says, be conscious of what what's going on in your life because you have a time to do the job until until evening, until the Shem returns to heaven. That's what Baal Shem says. The Alter Rebbe says, a person goes out to, to his job And at the beginning it's difficult It's hard However you should know If you stay on target You reach the evening What's evening mean? Evening means sweetness So eventually what at first is bitter At first is hard Eventually becomes gishmak Eventually becomes pleasurable Eventually you, you identify And, you, and you, you can do this And you got this And it's you That's what the, the uh, Altarevist said but Rebbe said that these three teachings are very characteristic of the ones who said them. The Arizal is a Kabbalist. What do Kabbalists do? They tell us what's happening in heaven. Arizal says, what happens to you when you go to heaven? Let me tell you. You're going to study the same Torah that you studied in this world, Arizal. Val lived at a time when there was a Jewish people were, were really depressed and down because it was right, right after Chalunitsky, right after the pogroms throughout Europe. So Val Shemtev Shem came to revive the Jewish people. Came to bridge the gap between the scholars and the, and the ignorant people and to revive everybody. What did Balshamtav say? He said, You got this. You have the power to do this. God gives you the strength to do your job. So sit and say say that Baal Shemtev put up the ladder of serving God and said, This is the what it's meant to be. This is what serving God looks like. But the Altar Rebbe showed us how to climb the ladder. Balsham said, That's you got the power. You say to yourself, one second, I got the power, I'm not feeling it right now. Says the Alter Rebbe, you're not we're not feeling it. Okay. But you should know that it's going to get sweeter. Stay on, call out this, 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 this good news and this bad news. And it goes like this, all beginnings are hard. Those, that's the good news and that's the bad news. I'm sure we're changing this new place over here. So the good news is it's only the beginning. The bad news is that it's still the, until you get past the beginning, it's hard. So, so that's what the Rebbe said. Amazingly, after the Rebbe gave this, this uh, explanation, a few years later, they put out a paper say say, say another explanation. Yates the Adam a person goes out to do his job. Who is the person? The person refers to Hashem, who is called Ad and Kabbalah Hashem is called the Supernal Man. And what's Hashem's job? What does it say in the Torah? What's Poel? What's, a, what's Hashem's mission, so to speak? Poel Yeshua beKedivares, because salvation for the Jewish people. Yates the Adam God brings salvation to Jewish people. So that's what the point of these nine days is: is to bring us to the time of salvation. But in order to to rectify the nine days. Hashem gives us time to stop listening to music, to stop taking care of cups, to stop drinking wine, to stop eating meat, to think about what's missing. What is missing? What's missing is the, these tears shouldn't be there. These tears which, of lack of confidence in yourself because the truth is, if you don't believe in yourself, that really means you don't believe in Hashem. Because believing in Hashem, really believing in Hashem, really means that you believe that Hashem put you in this world for a reason. That's why the birthday is such a significant day. Your birthday says that Hashem looked through the whole world and He said, stop. It's something you need to do. That's what birth means. So if you don't believe in yourself, you really don't believe in Hashem. And unfortunately, a lot of people, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of false reasons why they can't do anything. Like uh, many people say, you know, divorce is embarrassing. People say that uh, men can't multitask. People say you can't educate this young generation because... You uh, might, be right. might be right on that <laughs> one. People say that rich people hold their nose up high and they trample on everybody else. People say that, uh, no, you, I don't trust any sellers. All sellers are, are, are liars, and I know because I'm also a seller. People say, <laughs> people say that you need to have brute force to make it in this world. People say all kinds of things that, you know, you have to, these are, are accepted as, as, as truths. And these accepted truths, these false faiths that we entertain in our minds, they close up our power of malchut, our power of, of energy. The door of is something unbelievable. We read in the Torah about the building of the tabernacle, the building of the Mishkan. The Torah says there were two people. Well, actually, read the verse. It doesn't say two. It says it says there were people whose spirit, whose heart lifted them, and men whose heart lifted them came to build the temple. And it says anyone whose anyone's heart lifted them, anyone whose spirit, a magnanimous spirit, guided them to donate to the temple, came and built the temple. What are these two descriptions? The one who is heart lifted them. And the one whose spirit, magnanimous spirit, magnanimous spirit guided them, the Rakhaim says, "Unbelievable." Um, um, Rachaim says, "Our people, they have stuff, and the stuff that they have, they give." That says Rakhaim, "That's not v'rukhay. That's a, that's magnanimous, the generous spirit. That's some, that's one kind of person. There people don't have, they don't have, and even if they don't have, they say, "I'm going to do this anyways. I'm going to make this word. That's not libay. Their heart lifted them up beyond themselves. The Ramban, echoing the word the Ramban says something very similar, the Ramban says, Jews come out of Egypt, right? They have to build this tabernacle. They have to build this table out of gold, they have to build this, they have to build that. Who could do all this stuff? They have to have expert craftsmen. Was there a class? Okay, you no know, gonna build the tabernacle, we're gonna do a nine months course in in and blacksmith and hire silver and then we're gonna nothing, nothing of the story. How do they know who could do how how do they know who could do it? Ramban says, unbelievable. Ramban says, everyone just looked in themselves and they found their strength. They looked in their own inner nature and they said, oh, I could do this. How they how they discovered that inner nature? They just discovered it all, all of a sudden. Is oh, I could do that. Says Ramban, words you have to remember, B'ayig ba Hashem. a person has to raise his heart in the service of Hashem. And this is why Moshe Rabbeinu, although he was the humblest of all people, when God said to Moshe, Moshe, I need to talk to you, what did Moshe answer? Moshe said, Hineni, I'm here. What does the Talmud say? The Midrash say? I'm here to be the king. I'm here to be the coin Gadol. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aren't you the humblest of all men? Yeah, I'm the humblest of all men until I'm needed. And it sounds like it's an arrogant thing. It's not arrogant. In fact, this is the most humblest thing. Why? When you feel that God is with you and God is guiding you and you have a mission to do, that's real humility. But that not make you weaker. makes you stronger. You know, you're not going by yourself. You know, someone is, is taking you on the path and you can do this. So the problem of the, of the Tisha B'Av is the Jewish people they, they listen to the spies, what did the spies say? We were like grasshoppers in their eyes actually, the Talmud says, first they said grasshoppers, then they said ants, the Chidah explains, they started grasshoppers, they're like, you know what? ants lower, the, the problem is is that we look at ourselves and we don't really know who is sending us on the path, and what's the answer? There's a very simple answer it's not not, not one that, that people like to do, but it's really a simple answer. It's not just believing in yourself, believing in yourself has nothing to say. you know what was really helpful to help believe in yourself, to help shake all those false things that you led yourself to believe about yourself? It's doing something. Going out and changing your schedule, changing your things in your life and going and doing. Doesn't matter what it is, just going and doing. There there's a verse. Rabot lavish <laughs> shemhi dakum. Literal translation is man has many thoughts, but God's advice is You've got little translation God's God's is get up and do something. It doesn't matter if you change the time you eat, change the time you drink, change the time you go to sleep, change the time you go to work, change it. but you see the people are trying to do something, they're volunteering for something, what would be wrong if you said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and do something, I can go and help. Just the very fact that you show up and you say, I'm going to do something, and Hashem has put me here for a reason, a lot of people which are really stuck in their lives, stuck in their marriage, stuck in their children's education, stuck in, 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 their, in, their, in their Parnassah, but what did God tell the Jewish people at the see, travel forward. The so bottom line is, we need to coming a Mashiach, and we need to revoke in ourselves the power of Malchut. Malchut has two parts. There's inner Malchut, and there's outer Malchut. Outer Malchut means the influence we have on our friends, and our family, and our business, and our, our circle of, of, of uh, influence. Inner malchut is our control of ourselves. It starts with believing in yourself. You believe Hashem has sent you to where you are, and that is what brings the nine days to be the tenth day. Like this year, Tishav is actually on the tenth day of Avav, but it's a school of this year since Tishav is pushed off. That should be pushed off forever. We to the coming of Mashiach. Any questions, comments, criticism, tomatoes, cucumbers. No, I'm, my question would be, is, is how is the last day of your life not the most important? If you didn't do, you didn't do chuva, you didn't you would assume, once you're, when you're born, you're nothing. You don't, you're don't. you not even responsible for the avarot that you might be doing, the mitzvot that you might be pe- getting. So how is... Listen, what you're saying is correct, as has an apostate. Better day of death than day of birth, right? I do about that, but... King Solomon said it, can't be wrong, right? But more important for us to focus on in our lives is the fact that Hashem made us, and we're here for a reason. That's this. This, this, this will animate us. It's true that uh, if you think about the day of death, you know you'll 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 try to make good decisions, but you won't animate you won't animate you. To, to, to believing in Hashem means believing in yourself. Believing that Hashem believes in me. That's that, that's 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 what brings us to Mashiach. We're not trying to get to good ganait. Good you think about they have death. Being animated. So many people are, they, they, they can't go forward in life. They have so much strength. They have all mind. They have so many different talents and so many different capabilities and they're stuck in such a rahmanas. They need to work on their power of malch, their true belief in Hashem. Hi.